What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Weekly Walks with Compassion. We are here with our special guest, Briley. Steel. Steel. And (laughs) I'm your host, Efren Sanchez, along with my co-host, Logan Suggs. And today we will be talking to you about, what are we talking about today? We are getting to know Briley a little more. Let's get to know one of our staff, one of our boys, Briley (laughs) Steele. Awesome. Hey, thank you guys for getting me on here. This is a true pleasure. Um, You know, for any viewers out there, hello if you know me. Cool. If not, that's okay too. Um, If you could see us right now, uh, we're looking pretty awkward. We're we're wearing some headsets. Uh, We got some colorful mics, Um, but we're going to bring some good content to you today, I think. So, Riley, when did you first start coming to Compassion? Oh, man, that would have been a few months back. I haven't been coming that long. Um, I actually got invited from one of my good friends, Cody Martin. Um, he started coming when it was uh, super small. I mean, I would think somewhere around 50, 50 people were coming at the time. And um, he invited me. I came in. I just I fell in love with it. I mean, Pastor Jay really brought the word. And um, the worship was really good. And uh, I just liked the small community aspect. I felt very welcomed. Uh, very reached out to, and I thought it was a great place to start serving. Hey, that's what we like to hear. Great, great response. But what is your favorite Bible verse right now, Briley? Oh man, favorite Bible verse. I, it's hard to say. Like the whole, the whole scripture as a whole is just is really good. And I don't know that I have a favorite, but but one verse that stuck out to me that I felt kind of was divinely placed. Um, a, a summer or two ago, I went on a men's hike at a church, and uh, we got to go out in the woods for like four days, and it was really good. Um, kind of got to just kind of experience God, get silent, you know, and um, and also just get to know some of the guys and pour into each other. And um, one verse that was that was given to me uh, was, or I say I was given to me, I actually it was in a bag of rocks, and you know I pulled out the rock, and it had a verse on it, and um, it was Ephesians two ten. And it said, and it was actually in the NLT version um, on the rock, and it said, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. And it was something that hit home because it, it helped me realize that, yeah, God did take time out of his day to create me, and he took time to create you too, and um, you, Efrain, and Logan, all of us in here, and even the people listening. So so our value is is in God. He took he took time out of his day to make you and to make your personality to make how you look, and um, and I think that that's a good reason to just to be confident in yourself and also in Christ and in God because you know that that you know he made me and he made one person like me, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good story. So, when did you feel the call of God on your life? Okay, so I grew up in a Christian home. And, um, you know, I was raised and in, in, in church and my family did a really good job with me. And um, but I never really followed Christ um, when I was when I was young. Um, you know, I, I kind of fell. I was, you know, I, I fell into to things that I probably shouldn't have. Um, you know, I definitely shouldn't have. I, I went down the path, you know, that that life kind of tells you sometimes, like, oh, life's all about the party. Life's all about the moment that you're in, you know, just, just live it up. You know, you only live once kind of attitude. And that's what I did for a while. And, um, you know, I got into college and I was like, oh, finally I get college, a little more freedom, you know, so I got into college 
and uh, had more freedom, um, you know, just, just started trying to live it up. Uh, joined a fraternity, nothing against fraternities. I feel like I learned a lot. I have a lot of really good friends still in that. Um, and um, so by all means, that's not, not the problem. But, you know, I just I pursued the wrong things. And um, but anyway, I, I kind of got to a point where I was really, you know, pursuing those things. And I finally had kind of gotten to a place where I thought that I wanted to be. And, um, you know, I was in a fraternity, I was in college, I had the freedom, you know, and everything. And, and then I just woke up and realized that I was extremely depressed. Like, I just did not, you know, I was in a place that I'd never been before. I was more low than I'd ever been. And, it's, and I kind of come to realize that it was because I had believed in the lie, you know, that, you know, life's all about self-satisfaction. You know, it's all about pleasing yourself, the, you know, the right now. And um, I kind of just woke up and I was like, you know, I've pursued these things and, and I've gotten gotten where I want to be. And uh, I just feel empty. So I was like, you know what, this is, I need to pursue something else. And um, so I started looking into religion a little bit. And I didn't really, um, I didn't look straight into Christianity because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a Christian just because my family was. I didn't want to be a Christian because my parents were, that's what I was raised in. I was like, you know, if I was, if I was raised in a Hindu family, would I, you know, would I be Hindu or, you know, like, you know, so, so I started looking into it. I wanted to give, give it a fair shot. I wanted to know the truth for what it was. So I, I started doing a lot of research and I could go into more detail about the other religions and why and why not. I believe what I believe, but I did go through Hinduism. I uh, looked into um, looked into Islam. I looked into uh, you know uh, you know Buddhism, and you know kind of kind of made my rounds through some of the the major faiths. And um, then I kind of finally got to Christianity. I wasn't super convinced on anything. And then you know I got into looking into you know thinking about Christianity. And there's a lot in there that's hard to believe. There's a lot of miraculous events. You know, there's a lot of things that can be difficult to wrap your mind around, but um, I just thought to myself, you know, if I can get, if I can get my mind wrapped around and believe in the resurrection, you know, I can believe just about anything else. And I think this is actually kind of a good time because of Easter that we're talking about some of this, and so I did dive into the resurrection, and um, I became convinced, and, and, and reasoning why, I was like, I just kind of I was thinking about the disciples, and you know, I was like, these men walked with this this guy, with this guy Jesus, for for three years on this missionary journey, and you know, they followed him, and they saw these miraculous events, and then the crucifixion came, and you know, the majority of the disciples weren't even there; they were they fled. You know, Peter denied him him three times, at least from scripture. That's what we understand that um, that the majority of the the disciples weren't at the crucifixion, um, but. Um, Anyway, they fled, they were scared, um, and they were kind of constantly this skeptical source uh, with Jesus. You know, they were doubting him. You know, Peter walked on water, but then he doubted and, and fell, fell in. And um, they constantly were just kind of questioning and, and being marveled by Jesus. And, you know, and then Jesus dies, and then they scatter. And I was kind of like, you know, this is interesting. Um, this kind of wraps up the disciples. You know, they're skeptics. And then, and then all of a sudden, these disciples are the ones that are preaching the gospel, the ones that are dying for the faith, the ones that, that brought us through the Christianity that we know today as far as the, you know, the early church and everything. So, um, so that was something that struck me. And I was like, these guys were really convinced. Like, would they live their whole life and, and, and give their life away physically you know, through martyrdom? Like, would they do that for something that they believed to be a lie, that they knew to be a lie? Because they would have been some of the only few people that saw Jesus resurrect. So, um, 
so to me, their, their witness is what really brought me into belief and kind of bridged that gap of faith for me. Um, you know, there's always going to have to be a, a little bit of a jump of faith in it, but, you know, I think that you can build a bridge and, and hopefully get to a place that you can kind of take that, that leap across into, into faith and belief. So, um, so yeah, that's a little bit on, on my story. Um, but that's, oh, and then also from there, my first year into being a, a Christian, I, I just didn't really particularly like um, the church. I didn't. I didn't think that the, the people were real. I thought that there was a lot of cultural Christianity going on. Um, I believed in my heart, and I thought a lot of people didn't believe in their heart. So I didn't really pursue that family until about a year into my faith, and I realized that I stumbled you know, a lot, and I just didn't have any support. So I started looking into a church home, and I found that. And I found I found that in college. I found some really great, um, some great, some great people that really did believe as well, and they and they pushed me to become better. and And that's really where you know where I started feeling more and more of that call, you know. And and I, I guess you could say the call has been there, you know, ever since you know ever since I was ever since that I became saved, but. Um, um, as I as I started growing more and more, you know, I, I started having people push me and challenge me, and um, and that's where a lot of that growth happened. God used those people in my life, and um, you know, just even more recently, um, people people have kind of been pushing me even more to step out in my faith, and um, I just appreciate the opportunity to ha- have this opportunity to talk and uh, and that you guys are giving me today, and it's been a blessing. So yeah, that's a little bit on my story on on how and when I've become called. Um, I guess I was about 19 when I got saved. I'm 24 now, so, um, so yeah, that, that's a little bit on my story of of my original calling, and then continue to be called and and looking for that next step. So, all right, that was a that was pretty fire right there. Not gonna lie, that was really good, really good. Thank you, Bradley, for sharing your story. Um, and I don't know if we mentioned this already, but Bradley is also one of the co-founders of our young adult group, um, and I don't. I, we asked him already if the reason why he was why he founded this group yet, right? Correct. No, uh, but Bradley, um, j- coming a part of this church, like being a part of the church for just like a short short amount of time, you come in coming coming in hot, and then you start this young adult group because you saw that there really wasn't a young adult group there. What led you to that decision of just starting this from the ground up? Oh man, I cannot take credit for that. Um, so I just kind of wanted to get involved in some way. I didn't really know when I first came in the door. I wanted to get involved though, and um, I was kind of pointed in the direction of the student ministry actually with Pastor Gerald. Um, and and you know we were going on a trip actually to a youth rally, and we were sitting in a car, and Gerald just kind of made the statement. He was like, "Hey, listen, you know y'all should start up a, a young adults group." And I was like, "You know what?" That's a pretty good idea, and actually Logan was part of the reason that I had it in his mind, you know, because, you know, Gerald mentioned, yeah, Logan really thinks that it would be a good thing, and um, and so then Gerald kind of relayed that message to me, and uh, I was like, you know what, that's cool, and actually I just came from a young adults ministry in Charleston, and uh, I learned so much, and it was so fruitful, and I saw the potential, and I saw a lot of the ways that they did things. And um, so I was like, you know what, that would be awesome if we could have that here. And um, so then mm-hmm. I talked to my, my buddy Cody, Cody Martin, huge shout out to him because he's been a huge blessing and a help. And um, to me, we're, you know, I by no means am, 
and I'm doing this alone. It's me and him together. And um, so anyway, we kind of decided to, you know, like, listen, we'll bear this weight together of this of this ministry and and we'll try to and we'll try to make it happen and so that was just kind of the start of it and it's just been absolutely exploding ever since because I mean we've got 60 something followers now on our Facebook page we've got you know so many people in the church have stepped up to help um, and we're just we're constantly growing and we're and we're trying to facilitate and build more people who are willing to step up and take responsibility and to take on leadership roles and to help us continue to spread spread our wings in this ministry and um, I, I think that Florence is such a great place so if you're a young adult and you're listening like please feel welcome and feel free to come we want you to feel welcome I know this virus has kind of slowed things down a little bit but um, I think that we're going to come back you know hotter than ever whenever this thing passes over so we're here to we're here to welcome you whenever whenever the time is right so um but yeah that's a little bit about the young adults ministry and kind of how that got started yeah we're super thankful that you guys took that role on because that's a huge deal but y'all are doing great especially adjusting to the online right now with all this going on it's still going strong and um yeah so we're just glad that y'all jumped in and took that over and one more question. Would you like to share some of your testimony? Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's kind of a little bit on the, you know, one of my calling that was, that's, 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 that's kind of my testimony. You know, there's even more, you know, there's more detail in there. And um, I'm hoping to do a testimony night, actually, with the young adults. And I want to get up on stage and I kind of want to pour my heart out and share that. So like uh, whenever we do have that time and, and that and that time and that space opens up, especially when this virus opens up, I would love for you guys to come out and listen and, and also anybody else out there who feels like they want to share their testimony with the young adults, like we want to make that available. And um, so that is coming, you know, a lot of my testimony is kind of what I spoke on, you know, going through college and, and finding and finding my faith. Um, but but yeah, also we'll we'll make sure on our young adults Instagram and Facebook page we will post about testimony night. It may not be in the near future just because of the virus, but um, we're definitely gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and kind of share into more detail of of that testimony. Um, and um, and also just we want people hopefully to encourage others to step up and and give their testimony because I believe that testimony is a weapon for the faith. You know, it's something that we can tell people and um, we can, and they can't take that away. Our, our experiences and our life change, you know, that's come from this. It, it's something that can't be disproven. Um, so, so yeah, basically earlier was essentially the testimony, but more detail to come. Hmm. I can, I can already feel that when this virus is gone, it's going to be a big, big awakening. People are just going to be running, running to churches, to state, fill everything up, fill every, every seat, every house and stuff like that. It's going to be a big thing. Um, but yeah, that, that pretty much, that's pretty, that was, that was really good. Thank you, Bradley, for being a part of this podcast episode today. Thank you so much for dedicating your time to this ministry and supporting us. Um, so along with that, I guess this will be our conclusion. So we thank you guys for tuning in. And if you want to stay in touch with us, go ahead and follow our social media pages at Compassion Florence on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And for the young adults as well, we also have an Instagram and Facebook at Compassion Florence Young Adults, correct? 
Wait, excuse me, say that again. Uh, we also have a compassion uh, young adults as well. If you want to stay connected with that as well. Oh, absolutely, yes. Please hop on. Um, just reach out to to me or Cody or anyone else that you know with the young adults. We want to get you plugged in through this. We're we're doing are actually meeting tonight, Friday night. Um, we meet on every other Friday um, to do a Bible study. We're going through an adulting series. And tonight's series is on God's will, and we're going to discuss that in, in, a, in a group setting and we're through Zoom. And um, we'll have that slot every Friday, so we may even do some uh, you know, more informal meetings um, on the off weeks. But yeah, there's still ways to get connected through this virus, and we want to get to know you. So please reach out to us on Instagram, uh, Compassion Church, Florence, uh, Young Adults also on Instagram, so um, just type that in, give us a like, give us a follow, you can keep up with us that way, and, and definitely, and, and more than anything, just feel free to reach out to us, because we want you to feel connected as well, and we want to get to know you personally, so um, yeah, I also I appreciate this time so much that y'all invited me on, um, you guys have been a blessing to this church doing this, so, um, and I think it'll continue to grow, um, but yeah, thank you. All right, without further ado, um, I think it would be fitting if we would just pray over this situation, just pray us out. So, Bradley, would you pray us out? Please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, dear Lord, thank you so much for, for this group and this church. I thank you for what you're doing here in Florence, Father. I pray that we would just be a blessing to the community, Father, that we would, that when people see us and they see the compassion sign and, and they see this church, that they would see they would see you and they would see that you, that you're reaching out and that you're trying to you're trying to make that connection, make that relationship with with people, and um, that you care about them, that you made them, and that you designed them, and that you want to know them uh, even more. You know, you want to get to know them on a, on a relationship level. So I, I, you know, even though you know everything about us, and, and that's what's so beautiful, but um, that you still want us to be involved with you. So I pray that you would just um, continue to use this church for outreach and that you would um, build us up and build leaders and build facilitators inside this building, Father, that we can go out and we can and we can love, we can love people and, you know, that we can love you. And then, that, then in turn, we can also, we can, uh, we can love others, you know, that we can love others as ourselves. Um, and so again, thank you for this opportunity, Father. I pray that you would just reach out and touch hearts through this ministry, and through this podcast, uh, in Jesus' name. Amen.